This episode of Dean Bakari's Meaningful Show is brought to you by Flashbooks, where you can get best-selling business and self-improvement book summaries that you can read or listen to in under 20 minutes. To learn more and get started for just a buck today, visit www.getflashnotes.com. Welcome to the Meaningful Show podcast, where every single week we work to bring you an inspiring insight, idea, or interview to help you live better, work better, and be better both in life and in business. Brought to you by MeaningfulHQ.com, we've got one very simple goal here on this show, and that is to help you do more of what matters and less of what doesn't. I'm your host, Dean Bakari, and if you're ready, then I'm ready. So let's get into it. Oh, my beautiful friends, today we're getting into part three of our Working From Home Productively three-part mini-series, the third and final installment. Dum-dum-dum-dum-dum. Let's dive right into it. Now we're getting into how to avoid distractions while you work from home. Now, this is a big one. Home office distractions, distractions when you're working from home, like unwanted noise and your loving, beautiful family demanding attention while you're trying to work from home. This stuff can crush you. It can kill your productivity. So here are some tips for dealing with and eliminating some common distractions that you might run into while working from home. Let's get into it. Tip number 16. Use a do not disturb sign. Distractions, let me tell you, distractions are expensive. Every time you're distracted from something that you're working on, it takes over 20 minutes to regain your focus when you actually do return to work. There was a study done on this very specific, this specific topic that when they in the study, the participants were disturbed while they were focused on something. And then, you know, somebody came up to them and said, hey, man, you know, can you help me with this real thing, this thing real quick? I've got this question. They ask them a question. They stop what they're working on. They help this person. And then when they go back to their work, guess what? It takes them another 20 plus minutes just to get situated and get back into flow, get focused again. This, this can crush you. If it happens multiple times a day, can you imagine how much time you're losing, how much time you're wasting by allowing distractions into your life, especially when you're working from home, it can kill you. Do yourself a favor and make yourself a distraction resistant person by shutting your office door and putting a post-it note or a sign of some kind on the outside of it that tells your family or any other potential disturbers that you cannot be disrupted from so-and-so time to so-and-so time. So if your peak performance period, if you remember me talking about that from earlier, if your peak performance period, for instance, is between 8 a.m. and noon, well, you don't want to dis- you don't want to waste that time. You want to be focused. You want to put that time into good use by doing deep work, moving the ball on something big that matters to you that's really going to make an impact on your career or help you achieve a goal. You want to move the ball on a project. You want to get some serious work done. But that's not going to happen if you're disrupted. Now, 
what you could do is just create a simple sign. Doesn't need to be fancy. Just a little sign you could tape on the outside of your door. Close the door, put the sign on the outside that says, I am focused between 8 a.m. and noon. Please do not disturb. Leave me a note and I will get back to you on my next break or whatever. Right? That's, I would suggest you do that. Place a pen and a pad, like a notebook or a notepad or a little pad of post-its, right outside your door with clearly written instructions next to the do not disturb sign. So that way, anytime anybody wants to disturb you, like your spouse or your kid, it'll let them know, hey, you're at work between whatever o'clock and whatever o'clock, and you cannot be disturbed until that time that you've indicated on the note outside your door on, on your do not disturb sign. Ask them instead to use the notepad right there to leave you a message if they'd like to. Let them know you'll get to it when you're free on your next break as soon as you can. But have that do not disturb sign. However you make it, tape that bad boy to the outside of your door, shut that door, and get to work. This simple thing, this very, very simple tactic can boost your productivity like you would never believe if it's not something that you've done before. Try it out. See how it works. All right, next tip is a variation of the do not disturb sign for kids. If you've got kids who can't read yet, a clear way to communicate to them that you do not want to be disturbed is to just get something like a bright blank red post-it note or card and just put it on your desk if you don't want to shut them out completely or on your door and explain to them. Or you could also use a baseball cap and hang that on the doorknob and tell them that, okay, when you, when mom or dad is working and they've got this red sign on the door or the baseball cap is hanging on the doorknob, please do not disturb You are focused, mommy is working, daddy is working, and cannot be disturbed unless it's an absolute emergency. And, of course, they're children, so they're not going to embrace this right away. But after a little practice, after some training, they'll get used to it. And they'll start to understand, okay, all right, I see the red card on the table. I see the, the baseball cap hanging on the doorknob. That means that mommy can't be disturbed. That means that dad can't be disturbed. It will work. I have that. This is what I do with, with my own child. My little kid, Nora, she's four years old. She's adorable. I love her to death. She is the best thing that's ever happened to me. But man, she'll bring the intensity if I got that door open. I've got three offices in my house. I've got my library, which is open. And she knows that if I'm in the library, she can come in. And then I've got the writing room. And then I've got the studio that I'm in right now. And the the doors to both of those are usually closed. And there's a red sign in the middle that actually says on air. And when when that side is flipped to the red side, then she sees it. It's bright red. And she knows, okay, all right, that means that I can't disturb dad. He is focused right now. He cannot be disturbed. He's either writing He's either on a phone call, conference call, or he is recording something. So I'm going to stay away. And sometimes I can even hear her footsteps (laughs) marching towards that, towards the section of the house where I've got the, the, these two offices 
and I can, I can hear her like boom, 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 boom. And then she'll come up and then I can almost like imagine her just looking up at the sign and then she'll say, okay. And then she'll turn around and boom, 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 boom. And then walk, walk back out down the hallway. And, uh, yeah, I mean, so she knows now she knows what's up, but it took a while. You can do the same thing. It's incredibly helpful and it can help you stay focused and undisturbed while you're trying to get work done. Next tip, take regular breaks, 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 grab a timer and take a five minute break every 30 minutes or a 10 minute break every hour or a 15 minute break every 90 minutes. It's not as much about the length of time between your breaks as it is about taking the breaks themselves. Five minutes to stand, stretch, drink a glass of water can do wonders for your focus and your productivity. For more on this, check out episode number 267 I did on the Pomodoro technique. It'll give you an in-depth look at how this works and how helpful it can actually be towards just staying focused and being more productive while you're working from home. Next tip, find a virtual accountability partner. Now, when you have a workout partner or a trainer to hold you accountable, you're more likely to work out when you don't want to. Implementing this idea in the workplace works the same way. Find somebody to log into Zoom with and it'll help you stay in your seat and stay focused as a result. Somebody to keep you accountable in the background while you're working from home. Next tip. Avoid doing non-work tasks during your work time. It might sound like a good idea, right, to take a quick break and do your laundry in between Zoom calls, but trust me when I tell you that it will distract you and throw you off your game. Create a clear distinction, a clear separation between non-work tasks and work-work tasks. I know it's not easy. And maybe it's not even within the realm of feasibility for your own particular situation. You might not be able to do that. You might be juggling personal and professional stuff all day long. And you can't create that clear separation. But if you can do it, it helps. Whenever you possibly can, schedule a separate time to do the laundry rather than trying to take a quick break to crank out another load while you're in the middle of writing an article or finishing up a presentation or working on a report or doing anything. These hard edges, the reason you want to put them in place is because they're going to make you more focused and present and productive while you're working from home because you can easily get thrown off track. Say you are working on something for work and then you say, you know what, let me just get in this quick load of laundry. You go grab the laundry, take it to the laundry room, run downstairs, and then you run into one of your children. And then they want to say hi to you and they want your time and you don't want to make them feel bad. So you hang out with them for a little bit. And then maybe you run into your spouse and then you guys start talking about something. And the next thing you know, hour and a half has gone by. You just put the load of laundry in and you're barely getting back into work. So create a clear separation between your work tasks and your personal tasks, it will make you more focused and more productive. All right, moving on. Tip number 21. This is going to be a hard one for a lot of people. This is going to be a tough one. But check your email no more than three times a day. <laughs> Ooh, 
I know. I know it hurts. I know it hurts. It's like taking crack away from a crackhead. <laughs> but check email no more than three times a day. Try this before you knock this. Because when you can get off that dopamine hit of constantly refreshing your email, you know, holding down and letting go on your screen and seeing if a new batch of emails comes in to your phone or on your computer. I mean, the being constantly connected like that, it's, it's, not, it's no help to anybody. It's going to crush your focus. And unless it's part of your job description, right, to be in constant contact, then you don't need to be in constant contact. Assistants, secretaries, technical support staff, things like that, email is integral to roles like that. But everybody else, generally speaking, you want to check email no more than three times a day and schedule it. That's the best way to do this is to create blocks of time in your calendar in which you can do this in batches. You'll check and respond to emails for 30 to 45 minutes from, say, 10 a.m. to 10.45. And then again from 1 p.m. to 1.30. And then again towards the end of the day from 4.45 to 5.15 or 5.30 or whatever. You know, you choose your times, but select three times a day during which you will check email and respond to email rather than being like a hamster on a wheel, constantly getting that next hit. You don't need to be doing that. Your time, your brain power, your creative genius could be better spent elsewhere so long as it's not in your job description to be constantly checking email and, and being plugged into communication. That's a different story. If that's part of your job description, different story. But if it isn't, schedule that time. People will get used to it. Your coworkers, your teammates, they'll get used to it. Your employees, they'll get used to it. But you got to do it and at least try it and see the positive impact that it has on your productivity. Check email no more than three times a day. And if you're right now, you're doing it a hundred times a day or so many times you don't even know, then maybe you can set a higher, higher number for yourself and then ease your way back down. You taper down to three. But that's the ideal. Checking it three times a day and putting it in your calendar when you're going to do that. I like to have set times where I include email and calling people back. So I just call it a communication block where I get back to people, respond to text messages, check and respond to emails, and I just do it in quick, focused batches of time three times a day during the workday. Next tip, use noise-canceling headphones. This can be tremendously helpful. It can go a long way towards your focus. You want to find something like, so the two, the two noise-canceling headphones that I have found success with is number one, the Bose Quiet Comfort headphones. Those are really good. And then the more recently, which I was surprised about, were the AirPods Pro. Those have a really great noise-canceling feature built within them for such a small thing. I mean, they're, they're great. I, I love them, actually. So, but anyways, whichever ones you do, you go with, I mean, get yourself a pair of noise-canceling headphones if you have a hard time focusing, because noise is a big disruptor for a lot of folks. 
And many people don't do enough about it. And having noise-canceling headphones is a really easy way to prevent outside noise from disrupting you and messing with your flow and your focus while you're working from home. I went, I'm, I'm crazy. Like I, I went out and built, had a full-on soundproof studio built in the house, but you don't need to do that, especially if you don't record things and things like that. You can just get yourself a pair of headphones, noise-canceling headphones, and that'll help you stay focused. Next tip. Tip number 23. Man, we're cranking, baby. Tip number 23. Use apps to block anti-productive websites or social media sites while you work from home and while you're working. So using an app like Freedom, Freedom Freedom.2, or Self-Control, selfcontrolapp.com, to block your own access to websites or social media sites during a predetermined period of time can go a long way towards helping you stay focused because you want to, you know, say you're focusing on something and then you want to take a break. You say, oh, let me just check Facebook real quick or Twitter real quick or let me just, you know, get on Reddit or whatever. Well, in the moment, it's a lot harder to resist temptation than it is if you plan it ahead of time. So if you set a schedule for yourself and you use one of these apps to block your access to those websites that you like to surf and waste time on, which we all do, then if you do it ahead of time and you plan it and you lock yourself out, it'll help you stay on track, stay on task, and stay focused. So, and by the way, just a side note, this works best when you impose it on yourself. You don't want to go and impose this on other people. It can be anti-productive and reduce engagement if somebody else imposes it on you. So keep that in mind if you've got employees, if you're the boss, if you manage to don't be don't 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 put that stuff. Don't put software that spies on your employees or blocks their access. Give them trust your employees, trust your team. For God's sake. Give them a result that you're after and let them handle it. But if you are wanting to get focused and you know that you have a hard time resisting temptation in the moment, use an app like this, plan it ahead of time, schedule times when you know you want to be working and doing deep work to block your own access to social media and anti-productive websites. Next tip, tip number 23, very simple one, and that is to get up early. Get up extra early to do deep work and focus without disruptions, without distraction. There's no time like the early, quiet morning hours when everybody else is asleep. Nobody can bother you. Nobody can call you. Nobody can mess with you. You get up early, quiet hours of the morning, and you crank out your one big thing for the day. It's beautiful. It's a wonderful experience. And for many people that do this, it ends up being their most productive hours. Next tip, use white noise apps to help you focus. So there's hundreds of thousands of different apps out there to help you deal with distractions while you're working from home. And if you're the type that needs to tune out the noise in order to get focus, these apps can really help. I like using them from time to time, especially if I'm writing. 
I use an app called White Noise for my iPhone. And I think it's like 99 cents in the app store and it's totally worth it. Another app I like to use when I'm working on my Mac is called Relax Melodies. And I did a whole episode on my favorite productivity apps and stuff like that that you can look up if you want to hear more about these and the other productivity apps that I use. But for white noise apps, I like to use the one called White Noise on my iPhone. And for Mac, I like to use Relax Melodies. I'm sure there's something similar on Android and Windows and other platforms. And last but not least, and now the box tip here for you on working productively while you work from home, and that is to use the do not disturb while driving mode on your phone, even when you're not driving. So whenever I know that I'm going to be blocked and unreachable for an extended period of time, I put my iPhone in a mode called do not disturb while driving. And the reason I use this over a regular do not disturb mode on my phone is because it has the added benefit of sending an automatic reply, an auto text message reply to people when they call or text me. So I set mine with a personal message that goes to anybody in my contacts list that I've marked as my favorites, right? And you can choose to send an auto reply to everybody who tries to get in touch with you while you're in the driving mode, if you prefer. But I like to do it for only my favorites list and everything else goes straight to voicemail. But the bottom line is, if you don't want to be distracted while you're working from home, but feel bad about shutting people out completely, then you can set up a custom auto reply in your iPhone in the do not disturb while driving mode and turn it on while you're working instead of just when you're driving. And that's it. So mine has like a funny little message that says, if you're getting this message, it means I love you. And it also means that I'm focused and cannot be disturbed. And I will holler at you as soon as I take a break or when I'm done with this focused period of time or something something like that. I don't remember what I put, but anyways, it goes out automatically anytime somebody in my favorites list tries to contact me. Boom, it gets sent out. And then everybody else gets sent straight to voicemail. And then I just get back to them the next time I check my phone when I take a break. And I'm sure that Android, by the way, has a similar option. I'm sure you can just Google it. Android, do not disturb while driving mode, customization. And I'm sure the instructions will pop up. And man, it's a lot of tips. A lot of tips right there on working from home productively. I do hope that you find them useful, that you have found them helpful, that they have served you towards being more productive while you work from home. And that concludes this three-part series on working from home productively. Bada, 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 bing, 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 bam. And we're also coming up to the tail end of our month-long daily series to help you stay productive, maintain your motivation, stay inspired and empowered while you work from home. It's been a long ride. It's been a long ride. But we'll be wrapping it up with the concluding daily episodes coming up here soon. Until next time, go out there every single day. I love you guys. 
Go out there every single day and keep on living like you give a damn. Listen, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. If you found this episode inspiring or if anything else you've heard on the show has helped you or made an impact on your life in any way, I'd really appreciate it if you showed me a little love with a quick review over on iTunes or on whichever podcast platform you tune into the show on. Every single review helps us reach and inspire more people to live like they give a damn. Listen, if you've got self-help questions of your own that you'd like me to answer live on the podcast, hit me up over at MeaningfulHQ.com. You can submit them over on the contact page, or you can just shoot your questions directly to me at questions at DeanBakari.com. Thanks again so much for subscribing, sharing, and tuning into the show. I've said it before, I'll say it again. It's because of you and tens of thousands of other listeners from around the world tuning in every single week, week after week, day after day, that we are able to continue creating content to help you crush it and make an impact in your life and at work. So thank you for being part of this and continuing to share the podcast with your friends, your family, and anyone else you think it could help. Until next time, this is Dean Bakari telling you to go out there every single day and live like you give a damn.